Welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. Today's episode, we're going to talk about being 39. I turned 39 this week. We're going to talk about 39 things you might not know about me. And let me tell you something. Putting together a list of 39 things that you think people either don't know about you or or some listeners, most listeners will probably know most of this about me, uh, is pretty hard. 39 things is, is a lot about a person. <clears throat> 39 years old. So, just a recap on turning 39, turned 39 this week, uh, pretty anticlimactic, to be honest with you, not the most thrilling birthday in the world in regard to just age, just, um, I've gotten to a point to where now it's more of, and it's kind of funny because I'm only 39, I still think I'm very young, I try and act young, I try and not let age dictate how I um, think and behave sometimes, not in a bad way, but more of, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you're late 30s, whatever, getting older. Well, yeah, no shit, I'm getting older. That's the point of it. But I still feel like I have a pretty decent life ahead of me, hopefully. You know, I live every day as though it might be your last. That's how you should always live. Don't ever expect that tomorrow will happen, not in a, um, not in a way to make it morbid, but that's how you should live life. You have one shot at this. Why not make the best of it? But from 39, to be honest with you, it's 39. Like next year's 40. That's a milestone birthday. Get there, you know, knock on wood, hopefully, and it'll be a, a celebration that I'm looking to have. So 39, not the most exciting birthday. Wasn't the most exciting birthday. And I'm okay with that. I've gotten to that point to where it's like, I don't need this big celebration for myself. Um, had dinner with my parents my one son and my um, one niece because my other son was at camp. So, um, and my wife, obviously. So that was about it. You know, nothing overly exciting. Got a couple of gifts, got a couple of uh, happy birthdays from friends and family. And, you know, we uh, we went from there. So um, what we're going to do now is we're going to get into the list of 39 things that you guys might know or might not know about me. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If it's uh, if you're a return listener, also welcome and thank you for listening. As always, let everyone know about the podcast. Let everyone know about who I am, where to find me, Ryan.Defaber on Instagram, or you can go to bears.den.gym on Instagram if you want to see our clothing line. Uh, Two Cents Worth has its own Facebook page. So does Bears Den Gym. So does Ryan DeFaber. So you can find me on all platforms. We're also on uh, Twitter. I think it's Ryan DeFaber is my Twitter. Or now X. Elon has changed it to X. It is now X, not Twitter. X. Uh, And we are also on threads. Bears Den Gym (coughs) is on threads. So there you go. There's all your, um, your social media links to find me and find the podcast and and learn a little more about me and you're going to learn a little more about me today okay so here we are 39 things no particular order you're going to see it's going to bounce around i'm going to probably talk about a few of these things probably most of them uh a little context about behind them but 39 things that you might not know about me so today i live in charlotte north carolina i've been here for 24 years the number one thing that you might not know about me born in rhode island smallest state in the union and i bet you didn't know this with the longest name in the Union. It's not just Rhode Island. The official name of Rhode Island is Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations. So not only are we known for being the smallest state in the United States, but 
also the longest name, Rhode Island and the Providence Plantation. So born in Rhode Island, I am the youngest of four. I have two older brothers and an older sister, none of which were born in Rhode Island. I am the only native New Englander in my family. Everyone else was born in New York. Uh, My oldest brother still lives in New England, lives in the Boston area. My other older brother lives on the other side of the country in Seattle, about as far away as possible as you can get from us, uh, airplane-wise. Miami to Seattle would probably be the the furthest, but Charlotte to Seattle is pretty far as well, as he's going to make that trip here next week to come and see us this summer. Uh, And then my oldest sister, my only sister, she lives in Greensboro, North Carolina. So we are spread out across the country, um, and that is fine. That's what you would expect with a family our size where they were born in New York, family moved to Rhode Island, I was born, they, my two older brothers went to college in the New England area, Rhode Island and Maine, and then we move on from there, you know, as uh, we have jobs and spouses and everything else. So there you go. Moved to North Carolina 24 years ago. Um, I went to three high schools. We moved in high school. I spent my freshman year at my high school in Rhode Island, my sophomore year at a public school here in Charlotte, and then transferred to a private school in Charlotte to play baseball. I hate to say that. But that's the honest truth is to play baseball, got a very good education. That was actually really what, you know, helped me really mature and move forward into college is the education that I did get at that school and uh, the friends and the maturity and growing up and led me to Wingate University um, where I met my wife. My wife is my honestly first serious girlfriend I really ever had. I dated girls here and there, but my wife was the first one that I dated more than a few months. So my first serious girlfriend, met her my junior year of college. So, you know, took a little longer. Really a lot of my focus growing up was friends and sports. And then it turned into school a little bit and sports and and it was baseball and friends and uh, luckily enough, I was able to meet her. So that is uh, one thing you might not know about me. I, My wife is actually my first truly serious girlfriend. Like I said, I dated other girls before my wife, obviously, not after. Um, but she was my first serious, serious girlfriend. So there you go. There's another thing. So went to three high, high schools in four years. My wife is my first serious girlfriend. Born in Rhode Island, youngest of four. Those are four things. Uh, growing up, I played basketball, soccer, baseball. I ran cross country in middle school. Um, Those were my four primary sports kind of growing up. Cross country was mostly middle school because the basketball coach, who was also our gym teacher, said that in order to play on the basketball team, you need to run cross country in the fall so your conditioning will be ready for when you come and play basketball in the winter. It's pretty smart, right? So all the um, basketball players were on the cross country team. Also cross country for us. If you know about cross country, when you go to races, you pick basically the top seven runners. I was one of those top seven runners and I won a state championship in cross country in middle school. Um, my seventh grade year. Yep. 
It was my seventh grade year. Uh, we won the state championship, and I was the number four runner out of seven. So it's pretty fast in high in in middle school. Pretty fast in high school as well, um, from a baseball perspective and soccer perspective. I dropped soccer after my eighth grade year. Going into high school, I um, my ninth grade year, I focused on baseball and basketball. And then when I moved down to Charlotte after my freshman year, uh, I stopped playing basketball. I didn't run cross country beyond middle school, didn't play soccer beyond middle school, and focused solely on baseball. That led me to get a baseball scholarship to Wingate University. Um, so those were the sports little fun fact also to add to that. This is also a, a separate thing that most people might not know about me, but while I was in middle school, one of my friends, Tom, uh, was a member at Plum Beach tennis, um, Plum Beach club, beach club. That's what it called Plum Beach club. And they had a tennis, um, tournament every summer and he played tennis growing up and him and I won. Uh, sixth grade year and eighth grade year, we won the tournament for doubles. So I also have two tennis trophies uh, as a kid growing up. Um, still enjoy tennis. We are members of a country club. That's another thing about me that you might not know. I never really thought I would ever be a member of a country club growing up. No, golf was never really something I I played. I, I had golf clubs. I'd hit the golf ball around the backyard when I was bored. I enjoyed going out and playing, but my dad doesn't really play. My brothers don't really play. And so the only one that I really, you know, played golf with a lot growing up was my mom's dad, my grandfather on my mom's, uh, my mom's father, obviously my grandfather. Um, but they lived in Florida. So really the only time that I would play golf would be if I went down to Florida and played with him or if he came up to Rhode Island and, and wanted to play because my grandfather was a big golf fanatic. And uh, I kind of get some of that from him, Grandpa Furman. But never really thought I'd be a member of a country club until, you know, here recently over the last couple years we joined. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the fact that I can play tennis anytime I want if I ever do. I have a tennis racket. I haven't played in a couple years, but I do have one. I will, I will get back into tennis. Uh, it's great cardio just to hit the ball around. And golf. Um, really over the last, I would say, mm, 15 years, you know, mid twenties, I really got back into golf, um, and have been playing ever since. And now I'm a member of a country club. So there you go. People might not know that, um, tennis tournaments. I talked about that. So yeah, play tennis. Uh, it's nice that I'm a member of a country club. I can do that as well. Sticking kind of with the sports themes here, um, for those of you that don't know, I write and I throw left-handed, but speaking of golf and baseball, I bat right-handed and I swing a golf club right-handed. So a uh, little weird in that aspect. You see it a lot in baseball where people throw right-handed and bat left-handed, but you don't see it a lot to where they throw left-handed and bat right-handed. That is what I did. That is what I still do. Um, if I play baseball, I will bat right-handed. Um, when I play golf, I swing right-handed. That is what I do. I throw and write left-handed, but I swing right-handed. It's just what I do. I've uh, been called weird my entire life for doing that, but you know what? Fuck the haters. I don't care. Uh, baseball, <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, I'm going to keep saying that throughout this entire thing, so get used to hearing that. Played center field most of my career. Played center field through high school. Was a pitcher. But the team that I was on had three very good pitchers. 
Um, we had a really good pitching staff, and there wasn't a lot of need, which, you know, I think helped me also a little bit from a uh, longevity perspective um, until my senior year of college where basically my arm was falling off. But uh, we didn't really need to pitch a lot. My, my need for the team was to stay in center field and um, very good defensively, uh, you know, decent hitter, not the not the best hitter, and that is why when I went to college, I was recruited more so for pitching than than outfield. I still remember my coach telling me that um, it was my junior year. I I went back my in college. I went back to playing outfield quite a bit just because the the need and it was kind of funny that my junior year I hadn't played outfield really in two years. I didn't play it my freshman year or sophomore year. It was mainly pitching. We had some injuries. I started playing outfield again and pitching, so being a two-way player. um, And I just still remember my coach saying that at the time I was our best defensive outfielder. And I was like, I haven't played defense. I haven't played outfield in two years. So still hadn't lost it. That's a nice little pat on the back for me. But, uh, you know, the hitting um, just never really progressed beyond high school, hence why I became a pitcher. Um, I was always a pitcher. I pitched my entire life. But outfield is really what I enjoyed doing, and I did that in high school and and pitched a decent amount, but not I wasn't a top three starter on our team, but was recruited to go pitch at Wingate. So um, most people don't know that they they hear the podcast, they they hear me talk about what I've done in baseball, and it was really that I um, I was a you know baseball and I was a pitcher, but really I played center field all the way up until my freshman year of college. And then I started playing it again, my junior year of college, but the hitting just never really translated. So there you go. Uh, in my entire baseball career, I only hit one home run out of the park. It was my senior year of high school, dead center, some team we were playing in Greensboro. Uh, my first at bat of the game hit, hit a home run. That was my only home run in a game out of the park. I hit home runs in practice and inside the park home runs, but never in little league, nothing, never hit a home run. Um, I was five, three up until my summer going into junior year of high school. No, I take that back. I was five, three going into my sophomore year of high school. And I had a little bit of a growth spurt um, my sophomore year, but I didn't, uh, I'm five eleven and three quarters. So I'm almost six feet, but up until my sophomore year, I was five, three. So I was always one of the smaller kids on the team, smaller kids in sports. Um, I didn't really hit my growth spurt until basically sophomore and junior year of high school. So, uh, me hitting a home run, only one doesn't really come that as that much of a surprise. If you saw me today and how I look, um, in shape, 39. I'm a fitness enthusiast. That's one thing you might not know about me. I love uh, fitness. I have a company called Bears Den Gym. It is an apparel company. It started in my garage as a garage gym during COVID, and it's turned now into an apparel company, a clothing brand. Go check it out, bearsdengym.com. Uh, love for you guys to check it out and and get some merchandise of your own and spread the word and... and um, I think it's really quality stuff. I get a lot of my own samples. I wear them all the time. We sell hats, shirts, some shorts, some joggers. Uh, We have a women's line. We have a kid's line. Uh, Go check it out, bearsdengym.com. But, you know, if you looked at me now, you'd say, you only hit one home run. 
wow, you're, you know, you're in pretty good shape, pretty muscular, whatnot. Yep. I left high school almost six feet weighing a buck 60. I left college six feet weighing a little over 190. So in four years, I gained 30 pounds of uh, muscle as well as some, uh, some, some beer, beer weight. You know, it's college. What are you going to do? Uh, but, yep, so if you looked at me growing up, you would say, wow, it makes a lot of sense. You were scrawny. And then you look at me now and you go, doesn't make a lot of sense, but I didn't look like I did in high school. I was, like I said, six foot, 160 pounds soaking wet. I was I a was, uh, skinny guy. Uh, Baseball-wise, favorite team is the Yankees. Like I mentioned, family, all my family is from New York except for me. I'm the only one that was born in New England, and I cannot stand the, the Boston Red Sox. Sorry, Red Sox fans, uh, but you, you feel the same way about the Yankees. I am a Yankee fan, uh, big baseball fan, obviously, big into pitching. Obviously, I mentioned that. So much so that my oldest son is named Nolan Ryan DeFaber. So named after the greatest pitcher of all time. No argument. Nobody can ever say any argument about that. And if they do, I'd love to have a conversation with you about why you think Nolan Ryan is not the greatest pitcher of all time. Um, But so there you go. My oldest son is named Nolan Ryan. My youngest son is named Harrison Wright. Not R-I-G-H-T as like your right hand, but like the Wright brothers, but not after the Wright brothers. After um, my, uh, this is an ode to my wife's grandfather, who unfortunately I never got to meet, but he was in the aeronautical um, industry and has a couple of patents. One of his patents is in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., so a very decorated individual when it comes to the aeronautical space, and he worked for a company called Curtis Wright. Think of the Wright brothers, W-R-I-H-T. That is why we named our son Harrison Wright, you know, after uh, an ode to Lindsey's grandfather and my other son named after a professional baseball player, an ode to my upbringing and, and my love for baseball. Hilarious enough, the youngest son loves baseball, stills play baseball, favorite sport. The oldest son, who's named after Nolan Ryan, no longer plays baseball, plays soccer. That's what he wants to do. So the name, is it going to waste? Absolutely not. He's a wonderful kid. It doesn't go to waste. He'll just make Nolan Ryan famous in the soccer world. You know, that's that's what he wants to do. So there you go. Um, uh, let's keep on sticking with sports, and then we'll get into some other stuff. So um, speaking of sports, I was a sport management major in college. Leaving college, the plan was to potentially get into law school and become a sports agent. I had done an internship with a company that the owner had a few companies. He was a sports agent. He owned a um, a nonprofit as well as a sports magazine, and I interned with him through the summer. And I was like, you know, I'm very interested in the sports agency world. Um, never came to fruition. Worked for him out of college and uh, changed my career path completely. Utilized my management part of my degree, not the sport part, and moved into other areas to where I am 
now working for an IT services and consulting company as a manager of our financial services vertical for one of our practices. So there you go. Um, I use my management skills that I learned from my degree every single day. I manage a team of 20 across the entire country. But it's not in the sports world. I did want to be a sports agent. I even did my um, uh, my senior year of college. Basically, your exit presentation was about the different ways and avenues of becoming a sports agent and the world of sports agency. And that is what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, life leads you in different directions. And uh, I'm here now and I, I couldn't be happier and... Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, now we'll get into some other things outside of, um, sports. Take that back. I wrote all these things down, so bear with me here. I do have one more sports thing. One thing you might not know about me from a sports watching perspective In the United States, the NFL is the number one sport, right? The NFL, everyone loves the NFL, and I enjoy the NFL. I'm a Panthers fan, but I will be very honest with you all. I love college football more than the NFL. I think college football is more exciting. There's so many different games. There's so many different turns of the season. You have the perennial favorites, but then you have those teams that come and do come and get an upset. You have the rivalries. The stadiums are bigger. The tailgating. I love college football. Uh, this past year, me and a handful of my friends started betting every single week on the games, and um, man, that was so much fun because you you have more into some games, especially for us on the East Coast. We're more into games out on the West Coast, you know. Hawaii's playing, you know, Arizona State, and we're, we bet the over-under and, you know, the spread, and you, you stay up and watch it, or you wake up in the morning, and that's the first game you check because it's the only game you didn't watch. So we, uh, I, that, I love that aspect of it. There's so many games. There's so much into it. Big fan of college football. So there you go. That's the sports portion of um, 39 Things You Might Not Know About Me. Now, let's get into some other things. Let's go back to growing up in Rhode Island. If you know anything about Rhode Island, Newport is very popular. Um, Bristol area is very popular. Providence, everyone knows Providence. Oh, they say Providence. Oh, you're from Rhode Island? You're from Providence. Yes, there's a million people that live in Rhode Island. Providence is the biggest city. That's all people really know. Hilarious. You're hilarious. Well, if you know much about Rhode Island, there's also an island off of Rhode Island called Block Island. Now, my best friend, Matt, who I have now been best friends with for more than half my life, 24 years, we met our junior year of high school. We both transferred into Charlotte Christian together. We are still best friends. Our kids hang out. They are all the same ages. He has a son and a daughter. His son is the same age as my oldest son. His daughter is the same age as my youngest son. We all hang out together. Our wives have become very good friends. And, uh, you know, it, it's beyond friendship. It's it's family, right? And that's one thing you might not know about me. My best friend I've been best friends with for 24 years, more than half my life. Um, best friend since 15 years old. And uh, he and his family, he's born here in North Carolina, and his family vacations on Block Island, okay? Well, here's here's the thing you might not know about me, and he, and he still is amazed by it to this day. 
I lived in Rhode Island. I was born there. I lived there for 15 years. I never once went to Block Island. And he thinks that's the most amazing thing in the world, considering he goes, he, he's been going to vacation there for years, growing up and still to this day. His parents still go to vacation in Block Island, and I had never been to Block Island. So for any Rhode Island natives or New Englanders that know anything about Rhode Island, I have never been to Block Island. There you go. Um, so those are two things you might not know about me. My best friend, him and I met my my junior year of college or high school, not college, junior year of high school, and we've been best friends ever since. Um, I drive a Honda. I've driven Hondas for quite a long time. I've owned only two other cars that are not Hondas. Um, and recently on a podcast, I talked about wanting to buy a truck. When I get a truck, I will officially be moving on beyond a Honda. Um, Honda makes trucks. They're ugly as shit. They look terrible. They're basically a Honda Pilot, which is what I drive, but the back cut off of them. And let me tell you something, that's not what I want. I enjoy the Hondas. They're really reliable cars. Like I mentioned in my podcast before, go and listen to it. You know, some of my tips and tricks of buying a car or a truck or anything like that. I'm just ready to have a truck, ready to have a little more masculine of a car. You know, the dad, the dad mobile is cool and all, but I'm ready to have a cool truck. I, that's what I want. Uh, but I've always driven Hondas. I've owned, I think, three or four Civics, uh, two Accords, two Pilots, and then mixed in two cars in between there. Uh, I had an Infiniti and I had a Hyundai. And the Infiniti blew up on me. It was used beater that I had in college and the Hyundai just started running into a lot of mechanical issues and I was like I'm done with it I need to get I need to get back to my roots of the Honda and went and got an Accord and um, went back under the Honda route but I'm ready to move on from Honda I love you really do but ready to have my next uh, vehicle and it will be a truck leaning towards Leaning towards the Toyota Tundra, but man, I'm still seeing some Chevys and and some GMCs and Fords and Rams that are pretty cool. So it's five. It's it's gonna be. I'm gonna know when I see it. I'm gonna know when I see the truck that I want, and we're gonna go for it. Okay. Um, I have no tattoos. I've thought about getting tattoos. No tattoos. Uh, that's something that people might not know about me. Um, kind of leads into the next thing. I'm very conservative. From a morals perspective, a political perspective, that's just who I am. That's how you know my opinion is. That's how I believe. Um, do I fall in line with the GOP? Absolutely not. I think most politicians are absolute pieces of shit and corrupt as can be, and that's my opinion. Hence my two cents worth on that. So there you go. But overall, very conservative. Um, I keep on saying very conservative. I'm conservative. I have no tattoos. Just I think now I'm at the age of where it's like, I don't need a tattoo. Um, what am I going to get that's going to have true meaning to it? Oh, people will say, oh, get your kids' names or your birth, their birth dates or your wife. They know I love them. I don't need to tattoo it all over my body. All right. Uh, we were married in Charleston, South Carolina. Arguably one of my favorite cities to go visit. There's so much to do. There's history. There's you can stay in downtown. I think I did. A, I actually did a podcast on Charleston. So go check that out as well. I don't need to explain that any further. Just go and check it out. 
Married in Charleston. Uh, the ring that I gave to my wife, our engagement ring, was from my great aunt from the 1920s. And there's one picture of her, and she's sitting on a bench in the Buffalo area. And this kind of just goes to how small the world is. My wife is from Florida, grew up in Florida. She ran cross country in college. That is how we met. We met at Wingate. I did not know her beforehand. She didn't grow up near me. She grew up in Florida. I grew up in Rhode Island, moved to, Char- moved to Charlotte, go to school in Wingate. That's how we meet. Well, the picture that my great aunt is sitting on a bench with the ring on, the only picture that we have with her wearing this ring is in Buffalo, where most of my mom's side of the family grew up. And lo and behold, my father-in-law sees this picture and he goes, I know exactly where that is. And they grew up in Buffalo and the Rochester area as well. They still go back there to this day. There's still quite a bit of Lindsay's family in that area of the country. And he knew exactly where it was. And so we went to Buffalo one time and he showed us where it was. You know, Roughly in this area, I think it's now changed, the building and the bench and all that stuff. But he's like, this is where this picture was taken. So small world that... The ring my wife wears, um, her father knew exactly where it was because he grew up in that area along with my mom and her side of the family grew up in that area. And it's just kind of funny that we grew up completely separate lives, not not in upstate New York, Florida and Rhode Island and then Charlotte. And there we are. So the ring that I gave her, her parents knew exactly where the picture was taken in the 1920s. Um I love dogs. My dog was just sitting in here with me. He was banging on the door to get out. But I have a mixed lab uh, named Decker. I absolutely love dogs. Before him, it was Bronx, for those of you that don't know. Again, go listen to the podcast. They're all on here, all the episodes. Talk about Decker, talking about getting him a year later. Uh, losing Bronx, you know, he was 14. We had to put him down. He was a Jack Russell. Wild fucking animal that guy was. But love dogs. Would love to have two dogs. But, um, you know, <laughs> space, my wife's patience, uh, my kids' maturity and actually helping out more than they currently do, which sometimes is very minimal. Uh, having two dogs might not be the best bet. They might need to get a little older, a little more mature. I might need to have a little more time on my hands also to, to be able to um, handle two dogs, but would love to all have two dogs just because I think the dog needs somebody to to have a companion with outside of the humans. So um, there you go. Love dogs. Hate cats. Can't stand them. Cats have never liked me. Never liked cats. Can't do it. Uh, I love a good beer. If... Um, you know, you sit me down at a table at a restaurant uh, with friends or, you know, watching a game. The first, you know, adult beverage that I go for, vacation, traveling, anything like that, it's a good beer. Love a good beer. Love all types of beers. I love shitty cheap beer to, you know, very good IPAs and, uh, you know, microbrewery beers. But I love a good beer. Um, I'm loyal very loyal friends. Sometimes my loyalty bites me in the ass because some people aren't as loyal as you are to them um, from a friendship perspective, from a business perspective. But um, if that's a fault of mine, so be it. I don't think that's too bad of a fault to be loyal to people, to be loyal to what you do and to your friends. Um, If anybody called me, even if it's somebody I hadn't talked to in a while or whatever, they're not, you know, part of my life at the moment they called me and needed my help 
I would help him. That's just who the type of person I am. I'm just a loyal friend, um, loyal husband, loyal father, who I am. Uh, I'm scared of heights. Can't stand them. Sometimes I even get sweaty palms driving over bridges. So it's kind of funny that my favorite city is Charleston, but driving over like the Cooper River Bridge or even the bridge on 525 to go into Mount Pleasant. Yep, there's sometimes where I'm like, I want to be in the middle lane, not towards the outside. Get the sweaty palms. I'm getting sweaty palms talking about it right now, actually. Don't don't like heights. Not a big fan of heights. Went to the top of one uh, one world trade and the and the Twin Towers before, unfortunately, they were um, destroyed in 9-11. Um, couldn't get near the the glass. Couldn't get near the edge. So I stayed like towards the middle of the the floor and could see everything. But don't like heights. I hate roller coasters. My dad still gets on me about that. Oh, he's not an amusement park type of guy. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, what's so fun about a roller coaster? Other than it, it takes you high up, which one, I don't like heights, and two, it's just not something I enjoy. So I don't like roller coasters. I'm a, I'm afraid of heights. Um. I still play video games. I, I enjoy video games. I think it is just, for me, a way to kind of just relax and decompress. Some people binge watch television shows. Some people do other things. For me, I'll play a video game um, here and there. So still play video games. Almost 40, still play video games. Don't care. Hate all you want. Deal with it. Um, one of my guilty pleasures in life is there's this guy on YouTube and his channel is How To With Doc. And I found him a few years ago because I was looking at a um, a pressure washing video to, to pressure wash my driveway. And it was his video that popped up. And now I can't stop watching the guy. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. He does a lot of like lawn care and maintenance stuff. Um house renovation type stuff, but a lot of it is around lawn care and, and whatnot. And it's fascinating to me. Um, it's such like a, I talked earlier about like being 39 and not acting old. That to me is like such an older, <laughs> older guy, like dad type thing of like watching a guy mow his fucking lawn. And that's what's on YouTube. And I watch almost every video that he puts out. It's just fascinating to me. It's like calming to me to watch him. He's an older guy. He's like in his sixties, uh, lives in Georgia and he just, you know, mows lawn, his lawns. And he talks about like the lawn care stuff. He does like remodeling of his homes that he lives in. And it's fascinating to me. So, uh, a guilty pleasure of mine is how to with doc, go check it out. If you want, my favorite band is Incubus. It's been my favorite band since I was in high school. Still is my favorite band. I wish they would put out some more music. They haven't put out music in quite a while, but they still are touring, so that's good. Um, Incubus is my favorite band. Rock music in general is my favorite genre, so obviously it would make sense that Incubus is my favorite band. Uh, we are in the middle of summer. Summer is my favorite season. I've mentioned it before on previous podcasts about uh, seasonal depression. I feel like I deal with seasonal depression when it comes to winter and late fall and even early spring. S- late spring, summer, and early fall, those are my favorite times of the year. But summer is my favorite time of the year. I love the hot. I love the longer days. I was born in the summer. Obviously, we're talking about my 39th birthday and 39 things about me. So there you go. Um, also, if you've listened to the podcast before today, or if you know anything about me, um, I am somebody who says what they want and what I believe in. And I really don't care what other people think about me. Um, again, 
Is that a fault? Sometimes maybe, but it's also, I think, sometimes a strength because I think people sometimes get so caught up about what they might perceive other people thinking about them that don't really matter in their lives. Um, you know, I'm not overly concerned about somebody what somebody thinks of me that doesn't know me. Uh, like I mentioned, I'm a loyal friend, father, husband. I'm fun to be around. I'm actually a pretty good person. I've been called an asshole and a dickhead quite a bit, but that's just more of who I am because I say what I want and I, and it's not that I'm overly, overly opinionated. Um, but at the same time, if I see something, I'm going to say something. Um, and that's just who I am. It's just how I am as a person. And it's, you know, people I love it or they can't stand it. And if you can't stand it, it doesn't really bother me because that's who I am. And I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change who I am because you don't like that. Sorry fucking deal with it grow up how about that all right we're, we're nearing the end we have three more so talked about work a little bit before uh i run our financial services vertical for one of our practices uh, at my company my goal career wise is to get to a director level or even above above that um i would love to run and be a director of an organization potentially even um, a vice president. I don't know if I would ever want to be the president of the company. It, I think it would depend on where I'm at personally from where my kids are. If they're uh, you know, in college, out of the house, I don't want to miss things. And I do see that with you know certain positions. You, you start to miss certain things in your kids' lives and even in your own marriage. I don't want to do that. I've had to do that already with some things in work, travel-wise, missing some things. But um, my ultimate goal for my career is to get to a director level and or beyond that, depending on opportunity and the company. Um, I feel like I'm very skilled and, and I can do that and I'm very confident in myself and I'm willing to learn. And that's what I want to do. So from a career perspective, that's what I want. Um, for those of you that don't know, um, and this is my opinion of this, and I hope you all have this opinion about your spouse, but I certainly married up. I have an extremely hot wife. I think she is um, the most beautiful thing that I've ever laid eyes on, and, and I'm so happy that we're married and um you know, I, I lust after her every day in a healthy relationship perspective, but I think she's so gorgeous and um, I'm very lucky to, to have her in my life. So um, I got a hot wife, big fan of that, happy about that. And the last thing, 39 things you might not know about me, I'm excited for what is to come. I think sometimes people dwell on the past. They are concerned and worried that they're getting older. I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what 40 has to bring. Let's see what this year has to bring. 39. Let's see what beyond has to bring. I, you have to be excited for the future. And that's what I am. I'm excited to see what is to come. What's to come in my kids' lives? What's to come in my marriage? What's to come with my friends and my relationships that I have? And, and me and professional and personal. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So I hope this was fun for you. 39 things you might not know about me. I am Ryan DeFaber. I am your host. This is Two Cents Worth. Have a great day.